1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of Chicken Noodle Scoop. I'm Lexi. And I'm Gabby. And we're the Fuller Sisters. So today we have a juicy
0: episode. We've been wanting to do this one for a while. And if you just saw my previous video, there is no better time than right now to do an episode all about breakups. So that's what today's going to be about. Orders up. The
1: scoop is hot and ready to be served. Chicken noodle scoop. So you guys asked some questions in previous question boxes on our Instagram and we saved them just for this episode. And now Gabby has some fresh firsthand experience. So Gab, I'm gonna let you start it off with the weekly scoop or a couple weekly scoops for this episode.
0: Well, yes, because I wasn't on the podcast last week. So that was really kind of when it went down. It went down a few weeks ago. And I mean, I'll probably get into it more when I do like talk about the story more. So like just, I don't even, what happened in the last two weeks? Oh, so it just ended up being like perfectly timed that, well, I know that, but I was thinking like other details. <laughs> so yes, I mean, like, looking like, at her, like what do you mean
1: what happened this week?
0: But it was just like perfectly timed because... Lexi and my mom were coming into town literally like three days later already planned So that was like amazing because that just kind of like got me through it because I was looking forward to that And I knew that as soon as they got here Like everything would be fine because I would just be distracted and just hanging out with them and everything and then I'm gonna be honest. I didn't listen to the last podcast yet. Did you talk about What happened after that? Um a little bit I just touched on it so then um the day before they were leaving my dad called us and said that our grandmother had passed away and i mean we kind of knew it was happening soon we were told it was happening a long time ago she was unfortunately in hospice with cancer and it was killing her very fast unfortunately so we knew it was gonna happen Still we sucked. Just didn't know when i mean yeah absolutely but at least she's not suffering now but although the circumstances sucked Getting to go home, I was literally home for like two and a half days, but just getting to go home in general and be with my family was like everything I needed. So, like I said, circumstances sucked, but that was really nice and that definitely helped. And then after that, we got back home and oh, and then I went on, I went to the Keys with some friends. That was amazing. That was super fun. And the weather was beautiful. And everything is, like, open there, so I actually got to be a human and kind of, like, go to dinner and stuff, which was the first time in a very long time that I've done that. Then, other than that, um, Lake just moved his stuff out of the apartment, and I have a whole room now of nothing that I can decorate. I have a whole closet. I can finally, like, space out my drawers a little bit because they're literally overflowing.
1: She can get a bed so I don't have to sleep on the couch when we're there. Although it was nice when I was there this past time, I got to sleep in the bed with her.
0: Yeah, so we have a two... Well, we had a two-bedroom apartment. Now it's just mine. But the second bedroom we just used as like an office slash studio thing, except I don't like working at a desk. So it was mainly just like Lake's man cave pretty much because I would rather just sit on the couch and do my work. So now that whole entire room is pretty much empty because that's where everything was. And that was kind of our agreement moving into the house is I would decorate literally everything else and then he had full control over that office so there's like literally there's a couch in there and that's it so I need to redecorate all of that um but yeah I'm kind of sad disappointed that I didn't do the apartment tour before all of this because (laughs) now you're gonna have to wait right it was so cute and everything yeah now I have to redecorate a whole bunch of stuff but I'm stuck between this like limbo area of Like, we just put the lease over into just my name, so, like, it is just me living here, but we've been wanting to buy a house because, and by we, I mean me and maybe even my mom because she wants to come, have somewhere to come down a lot, but I'm just throwing away so much money on rent, so I'm stuck in this, like, do I redecorate this place, do I try to make it more homey, or are we just kind of, like, waiting it out and waiting to see if we can move into a house i'd probably go to a townhouse first but
1: yeah let's be honest do you guys picture gabby mowing a lawn by herself outside <laughs> no
0: well i feel like especially if i'm living alone definitely a townhouse where there's still like the community pool the com- yeah the gate the community like just everything although i must say it is really nice there's so many top gun people in this apartment complex that it's really nice just like having people there all the time but I don't know. So that's I'm in like this weird thing. And obviously, I'll get into more of the breakup later. But that's
1: my last couple weeks for a weekly scoop. What about you, Lex? Welcome back to the podcast. We're so happy to have you. It was very hard to record a full hour almost by myself. <laughs> um, Let's see. I've been vlogging. I'm trying to do this whole vlog every single day in July. We will see I'm one day in and I'm exhausted. <laughs> I don't know how you're doing that because you're going back to school. You should have done it in June no see that's the thing i wanted to do it in july for many reasons one because i want to do dental school days and weeks in my life two gabby's coming up to visit for two weeks so content and i just am happy that she's coming so i want to vlog it for memories i don't remember that what number that was two three um sean and i have the same birthday and it's it's in july rita turns one in july so maybe we'll have a kitty party it's while you're here so we'll have a party for rita there's just so many things happening in july that i feel like why not try now plus have you guys planned anything for your birthday no i literally have school that morning so did he tell
0: you a potential idea because he asked me and i said i think you'd like it but then he like
1: no tell me right now on the podcast because i'm stressed no No, he he, like replied
0: like he it made it seem like he asked you about it i don't think he did
1: You guys are hearing our real-life conversation right now on this podcast.
0: Yeah, he said, I don't know. She was like, eh. What is it? I don't know if that would be a cool gift. I don't want to tell you, just in case, but like... Tell me. Sean, if you're listening to
1: this, I'm sorry, dude. (laughs) Skydiving or indoor skydiving or something like that. Oh, he just said, would you ever go skydiving? And I said, yeah, and then he never brought it up again. Well, (laughs) do you want to do it? I can put it in a word. Do we have that here? i mean yeah it says wny skydiving i don't know if it's outdoor oh, gosh. or gosh. maybe okay well that's a topic for another day but anyway see, well, see fun <laughs> content so yeah we will see about that but so i've been vlogging um i got an apple pencil today so gabby was helping me kind of oh, figure yeah, all that's that another out
0: thing i don't think we've talked about that so i got an apple an apple i got an ipad and an apple pencil as well and i've always been into graphic design like before she's really I artistic before I decided I wanted to get into engineering, I in high school I did like a whole product on graphic design. So I'm like loving Procreate right now, which is exciting because now I'm just so obsessed with it and I'm making so many graphics for our podcast Instagram. So now's the perfect time to plug that. So make sure to go follow our podcast Instagram at chicken noodle underscore scoop. There's gonna be some cute content of not only pictures of us and just also really cute graphics that I'm very proud of that I spent. We're gonna try to get some
1: GIFs on Instagram too. We're, we're maybe we'll work mm-hmm. on that tonight. Try to get some GIFs on there. I can help you now. But we'll yeah, on that so. tonight,
0: I'm tired. It's
1: already <laughs> nine fifty six. I keep forgetting it's ten o'clock when we're <laughs> recording this. But anyways, so yeah, um in my videos you'll see Sean vlogged making that hutch, and I've basically just been living outside on our porch watching TV out there. It's like the most relaxing thing in the entire world. So I've been sitting outside and yeah, this is kind of all over the place, but that's been my week this week. I don't even know what day it is. I'm so thrown off today because we didn't have practice, and
0: it's a Wednesday, Ugh. so normally we do,
1: and I'm just so over the So, while, place. when you guys are listening to this, when this episode is out, I am in my first day of school again. <laughs> Great, it's love on.
0: that. So, how's it going? You're half online, half.
1: So, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is supposed to be fully online. Tuesday, Thursday, I go, they split us in groups, and my group is Tuesday mornings and Thursday afternoons. Which sucks. But how late is afternoon? like
0: 1 to four thirty, i think yes I it's not too bad but like having it the it's other like, way around would be nice because then you could have long weekends
1: the only thing i'm grateful for is that my birthday's on a tuesday so i it's get out at noon early. so that's a plus but yeah we'll see if they alternate as of right now they're not going to but i literally start on monday and none of my professors have any information out
0: and you know what's so, really sad great. a year ago today we were like
1: packing and planning for italy <laughs> Stop! I could literally cry thinking about that. I miss that trip so much. I can't believe that's already a year ago. Yeah, that, oh my gosh. Truly some of the best memories I think I will ever have until we go back. Seriously. Okay, so why don't we get into the meat of this episode? We're going to be very real and candid. I think we're both kind of just in the mood to just chat and go for it on this episode. So... I don't want to like fully repeat myself because
0: I filmed a whole video on it. So I guess go check that out because I actually like planned out. Okay, so here's the thing. We weren't planning on doing this episode right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, being very real with you guys, we were supposed to have guests. We have to reschedule those guests. So we're just going to wing this episode. We've had this episode planned for a long time. And we knew we were going to do it soon.
0: To like rewrite an outline and try to like think of things differently. So I'm not repeating myself from the video that I literally just filmed, but...
1: That's okay. Just give us the abridged version. This podcast is very real. People said they like our chatty episodes. So, you know, just wing it. And if it's bad, I can edit it out. (laughs) Okay. So first of all, let me just say that when you called me that morning, I had absolutely no idea, like didn't have the slightest inkling in my mind that that was going to be what you called me about. But go ahead.
0: Me either. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) so I don't even know where to start. Well, I guess... So Lake and I started dating like years back, New Year's Eve 2015. We dated for like two years and like two weeks. And then he broke up with me. And the reason for that was that we just like... I lived with him in a house with like eight other people. And he lived with like four of his best friends. And I felt like I had no one in the house but him. But he had everyone in the house. So it was just like not balanced. And I feel like that just caused a lot of issues because... I feel like I had no other option but to make him my entire life and I didn't hang out with other friends like I didn't do anything else like he was my entire life and yet he had everything else going on for him and I feel like that just caused like little arguments and everything and he was just also not in a good headspace at all that was when he was first like mainly going through his anxiety and it was like really bad and he didn't know what was happening or how to control it or anything like that so then he broke up with me and I was a mess mainly because we lived together and my puppy lived there and I was like so like where do I go now
1: (laughs) so I I flew down for that one
0: yeah so I like stayed at friend's house for a few days Lexi flew down for a weekend I stayed at my family's house for a little bit but I was like I've never been so hurt in my life like I was absolutely destroyed I was I cried for like days on days on days I went to spend like most of my time just at the cheer gym because that was where I had like my genuine friendships and people that I could truly talk to about it and people that were just like in my corner and wanted to help. Like I feel like that's my spot, especially compared to because we both live down here. I feel like a lot of the times we have the same friends in the same life, but I feel like the gym is definitely where I can kind of have like my specific people because he's not so much associated with the gym anymore. So I did that and then anyway, so after that breakup, after I was completely destroyed, I was having, like, so much fun, and actually, like, hanging out with friends, and going to the beach all the time, and, like, just, I felt like myself again, and I feel like I was so, so happy, and I got to the point where I was already kind of in my head, like, he, like, totally screwed me over, but at the same time, why would I want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with me, and then, but on the other hand, I was, like, okay, but like, stuff happens, like, we both love each other so much, we were together two years, but we've known each other for, like, years before that, that I feel like there was always kind of that battle in my head of, like, what I wanted, and then he came back into my life, I would say, I was trying to figure out the timeline, because I don't remember exactly, I would say for at least, like, a month or two, we, like, barely talked at all, like, just if I had to go to the house to get something, or, like, if we saw each other, it'd be very brief, Then after that, he like slowly started to like text me again and we would pretty much just like text. I feel like even then we barely even hung out. And then I would say like a month or two after that, we started to hang out again and just kind of got close. But I feel like the way I describe it is I feel like when I was at rock bottom, it's almost like a I guess it would be like a moon shape. And I feel like I didn't like quite reach the peak before he came back into my life. And I was still just like on the climb up to the top. Like I was like, this is really fun. I feel like I'm doing great on my own. Like I am whole on my own. And then he came back in before I like fully, I feel like the full cycle is to kind of understand that you're okay on your own and then be like, okay, but I understand that he also makes me happy and that he would just benefit my life instead of complete my life. And I feel like I didn't quite make it all the way around to that point yet when he came back in. So from the beginning, I was always kind of in a battle of my head of like, I knew I wanted to be with him, obviously, and I chose to be with him. But at the same time, my heart was just like, dude, why are you doing this? Like, he just literally destroyed you. And like, you've never been so hurt in your life. Like, I'm, my heart was literally like the angel and the devil on the shoulder. And my heart was like, sorry, I'm not letting you do this. But I was like, I want to do this. So I feel like my heart was like not into it. And I thought that over time, it would just like be into it and it was it like it was very not so much up and down but like there were moments where everything was totally fine and perfectly good but I feel like every now and then that thought would just like come back into my head
1: hi welcome to the ted talk of the fuller girls called we put walls up and deal with our emotions later literally (sighs) yes
0: (laughs) So my walls were completely up and we had the conversation at the beginning because I told him like he was going to have to prove himself a lot to me to like prove that he was never going to do this again and that it'll probably take me a while to fully be back into it again because I've never been hurt like that. And I feel like at first it was easy to just be fully back into it because it was just like new again and it was I was just so happy and everything was good. And then we decided to do the presets which went amazing, but I feel like that was a big turning point in our relationship because I am very 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 business oriented and work driven and success driven and he is the opposite. He's very live in the moment. He doesn't think about the future not so much like driven by money or business and everything. He would rather just be driven by like his own happiness. And I feel like that caused a lot of problems. So if you're watching this or you're listening to this and you're thinking about going into business with your partner, be careful. I suggest you don't. Or, like, write guidelines or, like, sign things from the beginning of, like, who's doing what and, like,
1: what the ideas are from the very beginning. I mean, it's even hard with us. Like, Gabby and I doing this podcast together. I mean, with the podcast, we haven't really had too many arguments. But when I helped her with her online mm-hmm. privates, it's freaking hard to go into business with family or significant others. And luckily, as, as sisters one, right, and we just have very different work styles. And, like, one, we're lucky that we had, like, our mom to kind of, like, mediate us. But, two, it just... With sisters, it's not as bad because, you know, you're not going to, like, break up. Like, we knew we were going to be fine once we argued. Mm-hmm. But it just... It takes a toll. For show. Sure. So,
0: yeah. So, that was definitely... We had quite a few arguments over that, like, throughout time. But we always got through those. And, like, nothing was... Like, it's so hard to explain it because, like, nothing was bad in our relationship. Like... We were happy. We were best friends, like constantly joking around with each other, like constantly happy and everything was fine. But I feel like I just had that huge wall up over my heart. And instead of trying to break it down and trying to talk about it with him and like through it, I just focus on everything else in my life.
1: And And the difference
0: between. Yeah, I just full up straight up ignored it. The difference between this breakup and the past breakup is the past breakup. I felt like I did completely lose myself like. I was miserable going to school. I wasn't happy going to the gym. Like, I didn't want to even go to work there. Like, I truly lost myself. But this time is so different because everything else in my life is, like, absolutely amazing right now that I feel like that just kept me going. And I was, like, always looking for that, that I just put our relationship completely on the back burner. And I was constantly, like, in my head, like, do I really want this? Like, am I happy? Like, what? I just got so hurt last time like who's to say that won't happen again and um so then over time because I felt that way and I was like why am I not fully into this like why am I not super emotional I feel like up until a couple weeks before we broke up I didn't cry for like a like like six months to a year like about anything like I just didn't have emotions like I don't know how that happened but so I think that plays yeah, a huge like,
1: part. Like I just watching wasn't, you guys even like argue. Like there was no emotion in Gabby. She was just like yeah, like I, <laughs> it was yeah. the weirdest thing. I just like was so
0: emotionless. I don't know what, what happened, but because of that, then I would like almost try to pry more out of him. And I was like, he wasn't. I mean, we were dating for so long. We were living together. Like you get to a point. I mean, especially in quarantine, like the world was just crazy. So you get to a point where you're just super comfortable around each other and we were almost just like best friend roommates more than we were in a relationship and like we didn't go out of our way to like do the little things for each other or like we couldn't just like go out on date nights because you couldn't go anywhere right so i feel like all of that added up into just like i always was trying to like pry more out of him because i was trying to have that
1: fix why i felt this way but it's hard because you both work from home too Like, you couldn't even, like, leave and go. I mean, that's a lot of people in quarantine, but, like, you had no escape. Yeah.
0: And, like, he went to friend's house every now and then, but a lot of my friends didn't move back yet. So, like, I didn't really have much to do or where to go, but I was also fine with that because, like I said, I'm, like, a homebody and I'm okay with, like, being by myself and doing work and all that. So, I feel like all of that kind of played into it and then we sat down and that was when he like we talked about it and he was just like I don't think we should be together right now like basically doing it like he could tell I wasn't happy which is also kind of how the last one went because I'm the type of person that I would I will never break up with someone like I'm hoping I'm not (laughs) like that in the future like I feel like I was literally in my head like wanting it like almost wanting to find a way out without me doing it Yet, as soon as he said it, I was absolutely destroyed again. And, like, we were both just, like, bawling our eyes out talking to each other. And then I was still, like, confused about it. So, I, like, didn't tell my family yet because he was just, like, I'm going to leave a little bit, think about it, and clear my head. So, I was, like, okay. Like, still kind of confused. And then we finally, like, sat down and talked about it again. And that's when I, like, called them about everything. But it was, wasn't was until he actually like sat me down and talked about it that I realized that I still had that wall up over my heart and that's why I was the way I was and why... I Like I had conversations with my mom a few times that I told her, I was like, I just, I can't focus on him. Like I'm so focused on work and I don't know how to fix it. Like I feel like I give him no attention. And I seriously, like I was so confused. I didn't know how to fix any of that that was happening. But I think it's because like my heart wasn't in it. So that's like I wasn't gonna force something that wasn't there. So then after I cried for like three days straight, especially just because like this was our apartment and he wasn't here. So I would like sleep in our bed alone and luckily I had the dog, thank God. But then after that I feel like a switch just like flipped in me, which took me like months to do last time. I feel like within a week I was like back on the horse, baby, let's go. (laughs) I just realized how many differences we had are like just the way that he lives in the moment and I completely live in the future is a huge one and I feel like just so many little things that would have caused like big issues in the future and I even like I remember having those thoughts when we were together I was like I just I want him to I feel like I'm much more mature relationship wise than 22 like I'm ready to settle down and have a family and like do all that because I feel like when I'm like financially stable I'm not a big partier. So I feel like I'm, like, at that life. So I remember having thoughts like, okay, well, I might not be happy right now, but I know he's going to mature and he's going to get to that point, And then, like, the rest of our life will be great. But now that I'm, like, thinking back on it, I'm, like, I'm, I feel like I was just holding on to... Comfortability. Like, com- well Yes, and, like, unrealistic or, like, just not knowing of the future and, like, just letting myself not be happy. So then once I, like, finally realized everything and I was like, yeah, maybe it's just not meant to be, maybe it's right person, completely wrong time, and who knows, like, the world is going to change, and we're both going to turn into different people that, who knows, or it's just completely wrong person, and it's just was meant to happen that way. We both learned huge lessons from this. I learned about myself, about what I want in a relationship, what I deserve in a relationship, what, like, I want my future to look like and everything. So, it was also a lot easier, because I must say, the way... If you're going through a breakup read, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. Great book. Even yes. if you're not going through a breakup, it's still so good. Book, yeah, It basically just explains how the female brain and the male brain are like two completely different things. So we react to situations differently. It just kind of reassures you that like, okay, I'm not going crazy thinking about this or the way I'm reacting or whatever. And I read that after the first breakup. I don't know if I, I think I finished it. I at least know that I read a big chunk of it. But basically, I feel like when a breakup happens, the girl feels it right away and just like sulks in all the emotion and like wants to talk about it and figure everything out and almost kind of quite a lot like begs for him back because at that point, you're
1: so broken, like you don't know what's happening. Obviously, this book is talking about just heteronormative male, female. It was written actually a long time ago by, I think it's a therapist that wrote it, but just looking at like... A hetero relationship and your stereotypical male and female yeah, brain. Absolutely. Obviously, this doesn't apply to everybody, but...
0: Um, but Lake's the type of person where when something like that happens, he completely just has, distracts himself for a very long time. Like, he'll just hang out with friends for, like, weeks, not even talk to anyone about it. And I feel like just the fact that he was not even, like, willing to talk to anyone about it or even talk to me about it helped me just kind of get over it because it wasn't like I was missing him that much in that sense because I was just like so over it so fast and just like if he doesn't want to be with me then why the heck am I wasting my time trying to like make it work like I deserve so much better if things weren't meant to happen then whatever they weren't meant to happen like
1: obviously we were there too though and like doing stuff and yeah talking completely helped
0: but then the other day we sat down and talked and it was the first time that we actually like talked face to face and he was like genuinely nice for the first time in a while and that was hard because it's it's such a weird feeling because I've tried to explain to so many people and it's like for the first time ever like I'm totally okay with not being with him but it's just sad to look back on like
1: oh yeah that's normal
0: yeah and it's like sad but I'm not upset over the actual breakup anymore it's just like dang like the memories four years yeah
1: right oh yeah for sure I understand I think a lot of people can relate to that But the thing is, is you can't romanticize everything and just think of the good things. You know what I mean? Because you'll drive yourself crazy and know that there are so many fish in the sea and you will find... Like, things... I truly believe that things happen for a reason. I agree. And you, you know, you'll find the right situation, relationship, person, all of that for you down the road, you know? I saw something on TikTok and I
0: mentioned this in my video too and I was going to, like, research it and actually look at it. But I guess there's this, like theory that you have three loves in your life the first one is just like the first time you're in love like you think it's gonna last forever and then you like break up and by the time you look back on it you're like was that does that even count as a relationship like it wasn't even anything that serious and then your second one one. your second (laughs) one is like the hardest one the one that absolutely like destroys you like you really thought it was your forever person but it's the one that like teaches you every single lesson that you need to know in life And then it's, like, your third one is finally, like, the true love. Like, you're finally ready for that person and you're ready. You've learned enough. You've gone through your emotions and everything. And now you're, like, fully ready to be invested in someone for the rest of your life. So, I feel like he was definitely my second love 100% in that he taught me so much. And I... I, That relationship just destroyed me so much.
1: He might have been your first and your second. The first part of your relationship honestly might have been your first.
0: Well, I would consider Avery my first because it was like, that was not really a real relationship, but, like, I cried over him a lot. But I feel like that was one of that first, like, hard loves but not
1: at all. See, I I would say I've had, like, three legitimate firsts. Like, I would say mine lines up, like, very real with that. I would say, Lake's my
0: second overall, even the two times. I feel like it destroyed me like after the first breakup it taught me so much but still even going into the second time I feel like like I wasn't meant we weren't meant to just break up once and never get back together like we still had so much to learn from each other oh god
1: I hope Sean had a second before me because I'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) I hope I'm not
0: the second one but
1: But, so that's where I'm at right
0: now I am in a good headspace like we're on really good terms like we were Snapchatting today about Cloud and I was telling him that we should breed Cloud and then Lake should get the puppy and then we'll just have puppy play dates all the time with the dogs and... Oh, well, that's
1: a good idea. <laughs> um, look forward to some funny potential dating app episodes coming <laughs> your way because now we have that op- opportunity yeah, for content. So when, they, when they were here, they made me sign up for... What did we try first? Ship? Okay, so we just like thought it would be funny and like it would be something to like get her spirits up. Yeah, we were bored. We just like obviously we're not trying to push her into a relationship already. Like give me a break, people, before you all come for me. No, we just thought it would be funny. And I've never been on a dating app. And I was like, so many people I know find their person on dating apps now. Like it's the way to go. Plus, we're in quarantine. We're like, why the heck not? So we tried ship because that's the one where like your friends can swipe for you. Great app, great concept. But Great app, great concept, but the people in her area on that app, yikes. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) I said yikes at the same time. Yeah, like not not a good match for her at all. Then I was like, yo, you could probably get on Raya, which is like the one for influencers, celebrities, athletes, like famous people, quote unquote. And we submitted her application and then we just had to wait. So that kind of sucked. What's the update with that? You're on the wait list? I'm on the wait list. Yeah. I mean, at least I didn't get full on denied, but... (laughs) So if you have any connections on Raya, let her know. Hook a girl up. Yeah. So then I was like, let's try Hinge. Because that's the one. She didn't want to do Bumble because then she has to talk first. We all know Gabby. That's not going to happen. So we didn't even put her on Bumble. However, David Dobrik's on Bumble. So maybe we need to give it a shot. I know. But. So we got Hinge and immediately it was like a completely different population of people. Like, I don't know. I don't understand how this happened. Well, I think Hinge also plays more. You can be way more specific with who you pick too. That's another thing. You can narrow who even comes up for you way more than you can on other dating apps. I wish we were sponsored by them. This is basically an ad. Um, But so we did that and all like right away we were like, wow, this could be like a potential match. Like this could be. So, yeah. And then we just tried to get Gabby used to having conversations with people she doesn't know because that's scary to me doesn't have many opportunities to meet people she pretty much goes to the gym and then works from home so I was like you need to get on a dating app and just start having random conversations even just to make friends like to just have conversations outside of your circle you know what I mean and she says it scares her but listen I promise there's so many many people in the world
0: that I already know right now. Like I already know their background. I already know their story. I know who they are. Like I'm just supposed to meet someone and trust that they're telling me the truth. And like, no,
1: that's what I'm here for. I'm going to dig into their past like a secret agent. No, but Gabby, think about it. There's such a small group of people compared to the amount of people in the world that you could meet when you just go from people, you know, like this is the perfect time to just go on dates safely with random people and just freaking put yourself out there. I feel like you need that phase before you settle down, anyways. I'm not saying hoe around, even if you do hoe around, that's completely fine. That's your choice. Like, I know, go for it. Girl. I, know. I just, but I literally saying, have
0: never gone on like a first date without, like, everyone I've dated, I was friends with first. So it wasn't like a, okay, hey, let's just so, go on a date. Like, I never had that experience.
1: I and you did. you did for a oh, while. I, you had a lot of fun. Okay. I did. So let's go back to, I guess, my story. So I had my first boyfriend going into my freshman year of high school the the most toxic relationship you could she ever imagine was a
0: she turned toxic because of him she was a jerk to our family not really she wasn't that bad but she was pretty bad she did not well want to I be was also just like
1: experiencing anxiety I think for the first time too and like oh my gosh also around that time my parents got divorced blah blah blah, blah, blah whatever but yes I was a nightmare and I was a teenager like isn't every teenage girl a nightmare at that time no I wasn't I don't know <laughs> well you had that phase later but anyways so I, I'll i tell the whole story. We were like, obviously, I was f- like, what, 13, 14? I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm so in love. I thought I knew everything. I thought we were going to get married, blah, 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 blah. We were raised very differently. We had n- very little in common, to be completely honest. It was just, like, the only person that was giving me attention, I guess. Like, and, I mean, it was great at first. Like, I had a lot of fun. Like, we had similar personalities. I guess that was one thing, like, senses of humor, whatever, but... He told me to get on his Facebook because he didn't have good service where he was at and change a picture for him. Um, He was on a trip. And so I did and pops up a message with a girl that I know that I went to high school or I went to elementary school with. And I was like, what? So I look and he had been, I don't know if he was physically cheating on me, but there were definitely enough in the messages for me to be like, oh my God. So I was bawling my eyes out. My parents were like, okay, well, like obviously at that time they're like well you're gonna learn someday so I guess you might as well go through your big breakup right now then he calls me crying and he wants to get back together I'm gonna fast forward and save you the time this happened probably four or five times he would break up with me out of nowhere leave a voicemail on my phone the next day crying we would get back together finally I I'd had enough I was over it junior year of high school we broke up for good I had another relationship that was not serious like it wasn't like that was the first time I'd broken up with someone when I went to college. It was just too much. Um, and then I dated my last boyfriend for three years. I always joke because I have like a three year expiration. Like my first, my first and my, like my, my two serious long relationships were like almost exactly at the three year mark before they were like, yeah, now we're done. But so I had a very serious relationship almost all throughout college. And then we just decided, you know, we had very, again, different views on things. We would argue about like pretty much the same things over and over and over again. And I was going through a lot and growing a lot. I feel like everybody does from the ages of like 18 to like 21, you change Mm -hmm. so much. And so we broke up. I also didn't know where I was going to dental school. I didn't want that to sway my decision. And same with him. He didn't want you know to have to follow me where I was going when I didn't even know where I was going so we broke up and then my senior year of high school I had the best group of girlfriends college sorry not high school senior year (laughs) of college I had the absolute best friends we were like going out and having fun and just like hanging out as girls constantly we were all single for the first time ever all of us were single at the same time so it was just, like, we were thriving. We were going out on weeknights just to, like, dance. And, like, I was always a designated driver. And, like, oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. And basically, at that point, they were, like, okay, you have never. Because they had all been single for longer than me. So they have gone on dates. They have been on dating apps. Like, I I still never got on a dating app. But I was going on dates with people that, like, my friends knew. They weren't, like, random strangers. And a lot of times we would go out as a group first. But, there was one week. I literally think I had three dates with three different people in There's one week. There was the one kid that picked you up from the airport with cheesy pretzels.
0: I don't even know who that is. I don't remember his name. You, we were in Florida. You liked, I remember you like, kind of liked him because you got an attitude with us at grandma's because he wasn't answering you. And I don't you were just remember like who that in was, but that's funny. I don't remember his <laughs>
1: name. And then there was okay. the other one that came right who after that, is. that. That's how insignificant... Yeah, they were just like literally like flings just to go on like physical dinner dates and like put myself out there. So I did that. Um, And then I learned a very tough lesson that just because somebody is nice to you (laughs) and it seems like the right person in the right time, if there are red flags in your mind and you just don't match, like don't force it. And so after that, I met Sean. And since then things are great. Not that we have no issues, trust me. We've learned a lot about communication and our own issues, but I feel like my first breakup was that like initial like oh my gosh, nobody else is going to ever love me. I'm never going to find someone that like, you know, like what you said after you and Lake broke up, like that oh my gosh, my whole world revolved around them. And after that, I learned how to, you know, make friends, how to have my own hobbies, how to be my own person, how to be strong like Oh, my gosh. It was pathetic. My first, like, breakup, I'd have Gabby and my mom, like, sleep in my room. And, like, we'd hang out 24-7 or I would just cry. Like, it was horrible.
0: But I do feel like everybody...
1: It was, like, around Halloween. Oh, my gosh. He broke up with me the day of Halloween. And I was supposed to go to his house and pass out candy. And my mom gave me a hammer... And my pumpkin that I was supposed to carve, and she said, Go in the backyard and get out your frustrations. And I literally <laughs> smashed a pumpkin with a hammer. And it was the most satisfying thing in the entire world. Highly recommend if you are going through the going through it around Halloween. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I just talked forever, but
0: I just think, basically go ahead. I just like my number one advice to give everyone is I don't care how bad breakups suck, because believe me, I've been through them they're necessary and you need to go through it you learn so much about yourself you learn what makes you happy like who you can truly rely on how much you don't need a man or a woman or whoever it is like you don't need them in your life at all you need to figure out like how happy you can be on your
1: own and then once you get that point and it's going to be when you're not even looking for love yep, that it's it to come, come to into you. your life when you love yourself it'll come to you because it attracts other people to do the same and i mean Obviously, you're always going to grow, but I feel like going through a breakup, you won't see it right away. But once it, the best thing you can do is just take time and let it heal. Like, nothing can cure a broken heart after a breakup, honestly. Like, I hate to say it, but it's just time. But when you take that time, you will learn exactly what you want, don't want, what you need to work on as a person, because nobody's perfect. I learned so much about myself after my like legitimate breakup after the three years of college that I was in that relationship. And Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm a completely different person than I was in that relationship. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I had a lot of faults in that relationship. Like, it was 50% my problem, too. And I learned, you know, I mean, I started going to therapy, got on anxiety medication, like, literally so much to just work on myself. That's something that I want to say, because I
0: am a very, like, easygoing person, and I don't, like, she has anxiety, and she is a very big overthinker where I'm not. And I've never – she's gone to therapy for, like, a while. You did it through college and everything, and I never did. years. And that's something that right after the breakup, that was, like, I wanted to do that for myself. One, because I want someone to talk to that's completely not taking any sides, like, doesn't know either of us at all, and will just give me an outside perspective on the relationship and everything that I can kind of reflect from on what I want to, like, learn about myself and everything. And I just wish I would have done that sooner because as soon as I was starting having those, like – battling thoughts in my head of like why I wasn't happy in the relationship or what the heck was wrong I wish I would have just talked to someone about them because I feel like one that could have either had me deep dive into the problems and either figure out why it was like that and how I wanted to break that wall down or figure out that the reason I was feeling that way is because I didn't want to be with him and I feel like that would have caused just a lot of a lot less heartbreak and just kind of more insight that I wish I would have done the whole time but you live and you learn. So that is something that I am doing. Um, I think just in general, I like, I think that should be mandatory. Like just like you go to the dentist every six months, like you should have to go to therapy even like once every six months or something, because we all got, we all got childhood trauma. Something happened to you in your childhood that you don't even realize is like affecting you now. But there's just so much that happened, whether it was like your parents or just something that happened as a kid, something you saw when you were younger that just stayed in your mind and that plays a part in it. I mean,
1: yeah, we were both very fortunate. We grew up with a very like privileged childhood and I would say like an amazing family. And Mm -hmm. there are still things, even day to day struggles like overthinking or anxiety or, you know, stress about school. Like I think everybody, I always say it's like a gym membership for your mind. Everybody can go and benefit from talking to somebody like I don't care who you are what it is like therapy should be so much more accepted than it is
0: yeah I, I don't think know why it's such a taboo thing and seen as like
1: you have to be broken or
0: like you're not healthy yeah. if you're going to therapy like I'm I'm good everything else in my life is fine like I just want to talk to someone that's gonna help me not only get through this faster but better and to not have it happen ever again like to have my mindset so like on the right path and learn like the less like figure out the lessons that I want to take from this with me for my next relationship or just for the rest of my life and like I'm not going to figure that all on my own just by talking to myself or talking to your friends like as much as if you even if you have the best friends like they're gonna be slightly biased because they were also involved in the situation
1: so sometimes it takes it coming from a complete stranger right actually listen
0: so yeah that's definitely I 10 out of 10 recommend that but I saw this tweet today which is kind of going back to what we just said but it someone tweeted I don't want my future daughter to ever experience heartbreak I don't want to have to see her struggle to breathe from crying lay in bed and not eat for days when she can't sleep because she's afraid she'll dream of him and wake up crying I don't want my baby to be hurt and I wanted to quote tweet it and be like not me oh my gosh, that
1: almost just made me cry
0: <laughs> I know and it, it does like imagine like having to see your daughter go through that I'm sure it's awful but at the same time like I truly think everyone needs to go through a bad breakup because
1: one, you come out so much stronger than you ever were. Oh, mom sat me down and was so straight up and was like, listen, this happens to almost everybody and you will be so thankful that it happened to you. As I'm like bawling at her feet, I'm like, mom, no one's gonna love me. And she's like, listen, get it out. I'm gonna be here for you, of course. But like, you will look back on this and be so thankful for how much better off you are. And Mm -hmm. I was like- Well, she was right. Right. Like looking back on it now,
0: no matter how destroyed I was and I never once would have made that decision because I didn't want it. At the end of the day, I've grown so much from that decision that if that didn't happen, like
1: I would be a completely different person right now. One thing I just thought of that I do want to say, if anybody listening is in a relationship out of convenience, it hurts the other person more to string them along and like don't feel like, you're trapped if it's ever too long i mean hello our parents got divorced and are now both super happy and how long were they together they had two kids they had a whole life like yes divorce sucks and i'm not saying that like it's something that like oh just get divorced but like i'm saying it doesn't matter how long you're with somebody if it's what's best for both of you yeah right if it's what's best for both of you like you both deserve to be happy so don't drag it along just because you're afraid of what's going to happen like shoot if you need someone to talk to you just reach out to us on the podcast instagram we'll talk yeah, to you Yeah, like, seriously there's just so much to be learned from a breakup that don't be too scared to do it is what i'm saying i guess
0: and it sucks it's gonna suck for a long time but like just feel all those emotions watch the last song or a sad movie that's what i did the first night i just Ugh. put on the last song that was before i even like, told my family yet And I put on the last song because I was like, I just need to cry this out. Like, I don't even want to talk to anyone about it yet. I was like, I just want to get it out. So I just watched the last song by myself, bawled my eyes out, and then felt so much better after just like actually getting out your emotions. But I guess let's talk about things that like helped us through it. So obviously the obvious is like hanging out with friends, keeping yourself distracted, stuff like that. But something that I always resort to, which I kind of mentioned, is reading books. I don't read a book any other time in my life. Except when I've gone through breakups. So the first breakup I read, po- poetry books were kind of my go-to for that. Besides Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. I read, I don't know how to pronounce her name, so I'm not going to do it, but Milk and Honey and The Sun and Her Flowers. <laughs> and those books are really good because it talks about the entire journey of a relationship. It talks about the good. It talks about the heartbreak. It talks about like everything. And it's just such short, like meaningful poems that I really enjoyed those. And those are just super easy reads. I, I just sat in the bath one night and read them for like almost an hour. So I recommend those. And then this time around... The one which, you're reading right now. Yes, which TK recommended. Were we? Rec- yeah, we were even recording during that part. Mm-hmm. It's why men love biatches. But it uses that word as just a term of like... Basically, it means why men love like strong-minded women that are completely themselves on their own and that aren't begging for a man's love they aren't just fully giving themselves everything like from the beginning they're not cooking dinner every single night and setting these unrealistic expectations because then they're just going to get comfortable with that and they're going to think that's the normal and you're going to be expected to do that every single day instead showing the man basically like none of you from the beginning and making him learn those things about you and kind of Go like on that journey with you throughout everything, and I must say, by the time I got to page like twenty, I was attacked because it was like <laughs> a strong-minded woman when or when it was like when a man says that he's gonna break up and move out, the well, I'm trying to, oh the nice girl will s- cry about it and beg him to stay, and I was like oh I feel attacked. And it was like the strong-minded woman would stand up and say okay I'll help you pack, and I was like that's not me, and maybe I should be more like that. <laughs> So I do really like the book. I'm pretty close to halfway done with it right now, but that's another really good one. But I recommend reading
1: books. They're just refreshing to know that you're not going through this alone. Other people have gone well, through that. It. And I think the thing that's different with reading versus anything else is your mind physically can't think of anything else. When you're reading, you are forced to read the words on the page and picture what's happening or you're going to not retain any of it. Whereas while I'm watching a show... It takes my mind off of things and puts me in the show. But like I can go on my phone and scroll. And I know that if you're going on your phone and scrolling, you're probably checking his page. You're checking any of the girls that liked his pictures page. Don't do it, honey. Don't do it. So out of sight, out of mind, start reading a book because it'll truly take your mind off of it. Um, that was a good one. Something else that helps. I mean, I'm not saying block if it's not a toxic situation, but mute posts if you have to. You don't want to be looking up what he's doing because one, he could be faking it and he or she could be faking it and putting out like what looks like a fun time. I'm thriving. You have no idea. Like they could be going home and crying on their pillow. They're not going to freaking put that on their Snapchat story. So don't look. Don't look at the girls that are liking their photos or the boys that are liking their photos. Don't look at like focus on you. Don't look at pictures of you guys because that's not going to help. That's just going to make you sad. So for me... I've always just been kind of like out of sight, out of mind until I know that I'm healed. So whether that means muting their posts or blocking them or unfollowing them. I mean, I don't, sometimes I worry that like blocking or unfollowing will create unnecessary drama. Use that mute button. If you don't want to go that mm-hmm. far, just use the mute button. Um, what else? Talking to friends, talking to family, watching funny TikToks, watching a show that makes you feel like home. For us, it's always Gossip Girl.
0: Um, another thing that I talked to like a bunch of my friends about and um, I talked to Coach K about who's like the owner of Top Gun I've talked to her about like the last breakup too she just always knows exactly what to say but like surprisingly the same answers I got a lot where people were like I discovered that I loved painting and just like little things that you never like took the time to do but you just like want to do to make you happy and I feel like that's kind of a lot of the things with like my graphic design on my iPad right now like I've loved graphic design forever but I've never committed to doing it before until like it's now it's my life I finally have the time I don't have anything else going on that it's like I discover those little things that just pass time by where I'm not thinking about what's happening I'm just focused on doing something
1: that's fun to me and then another was me with working out that was my hobby when I went through the big breakup in college was I actually started liking working out because before that I literally hated it
0: I know I wish I was like a runner. Like these girls oh, God, that no, go I never a breakup that, and then they run and it's like, oh, I feel so much better. And I'm like, not me. But just finding things that you never would have put yourself out there to do before and just saying yes to a lot more opportunities. Like if you would normally turn down a night of hanging with friends or of going to the beach or going to like whatever the case is, like say yes, go out of your comfort zone, do things that are going to make you uncomfortable. And a lot of times those end up being the best things to happen. Yeah, I agree and with that. And just a big thing also is finding your true, genuine friends. Don't just go around talking about the situation to everyone. A lot of times people yeah. just want to get in your business and they don't care. And they and drama. Yes, yeah. so making sure that you find the good people that truly care about you, that are always in your corner and will do anything to make you feel better. I feel like that plays a huge part.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. So why don't we move on to the Q&A portion? We saved up some questions from previous um, little stories on our Instagram first question thoughts on staying with a cheater this question is really hard because for me personally right now I don't think I could stay with a cheater I just know myself and I would worry forever like Mm -hmm. but however there are people who do and it's successful and people change I just think that that is a personal decision and you have to make sure that you see a conscious effort to like for that person to change and they have to be okay with you building up that trust and maybe being more open for a long period of time for you to build that trust back I guess I don't know that's tough communication is key especially if you're going through it in that way absolutely do you have any insight no
0: I feel like this is a very like situation to situation type of answer like it's
1: not just a concrete yes or no Trust your gut and listen to those around you. And if they think that that person can change... I think no matter what, once you find out he's cheating, you need to
0: absolutely remove yourself from the situation and focus on yourself. Because you're not going to have a clear mind until you take those rose-colored glasses off and you truly, like, focus on yourself and really think about everything. Because once you're in a relationship, you don't get to truly see the relationship. It's not until you're on the outside that you can actually, like, dissect what happened and truly understand it. So I think regardless not right away like you need time for yourself and then whether yeah, or not that's I'd getting agree. back together I feel like like she said like depends on if they're making a actual effort to change and to prove
1: to you that that won't happen okay next question I've gone on a few dates and can sense he's getting less interested what should I do try to push for it or let him slow fade or ghost this is interesting because I feel like nowadays this is really popular where people aren't in like confirmed legitimate relationships but like they'll just get ghosted and it feels like a breakup so I mean if they're pulling away let them I always say say, I I know know it it sucks
0: the truth hurts to hear but if someone's not giving you the time and effort they don't care about you If someone truly wants to talk to you and be with you they'll do that
1: oh you'll know they will be persistent
0: (laughs) right and no response is
1: probably more of a response than what they could say about them so You'll drive yourself crazy thinking of, like, what's the movie? He's just not that into you. You are the rule. You're not the exception. They're not just like, oh, they broke their phone. No, he doesn't want to talk to you. He or she is busy, doesn't care, does not want to talk to you. Like, that is that. So if they're doing the slow fader ghost, I say let them focus on you. You will find somebody that wants to be there for you. And I truly mean it when I say you will find somebody that literally compliments you in every way that you need them to. Don't settle for someone just because they're there and it's convenient like
0: right I most thought, likely a big thing is that you like the idea of someone more than you actually physically like
1: that individual person. Yeah. And you're more just like and, comfortable with the situation. And I always thought like, oh, there there isn't going to be someone out there for me that, you know, Like, likes to be in communication as much as me or likes chick flicks even or, you know, likes, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to describe what I'm talking about. But, like... Likes me. Yeah. (laughs) That's That gets along with Gabby as well as I do. Like, there's just so many things that I was like, I'm never going to find somebody that, like, likes chick flicks but also likes playing sports and is handy around the house. And, like, all these things, I guess, that I wanted in my head. And somebody that, you know... Has a similar like childhood as me and like similar morals and has sisters and just all these things. that I was like, Oh, like I'm not gonna find somebody that has all this, this, and this. And then Sean came around, so here we are. There is we someone out there for everyone. Yeah, he's probably not even listening to this. <laughs> I don't think bestie. he listens to the ones Sean he's not in. Sean
0: me out a lot too. He facetimes me all the time.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I would come home or like I would come downstairs from like being in the shower. And Sean was on FaceTime and I'm like, who are you talking to? He's like, oh, my best friend. And I hear Gabby's voice. And I'm like, what (laughs) are you doing? Gabby and Sean FaceTime more than like me and Gabby talk. Lately,
0: we probably have. Because I feel like you've been working so much. So Sean just calls me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The three of us have a good time. We told Gabby she should come live with us for some time.
0: I'll be there for two weeks.
1: Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything else to add before I go to the next one? Nope. How to put yourself back out there after being rejected or dumped. I'll let you take this one, Gab.
0: Um, I mean, first of all, I don't think you have to rush yourself into anything. I mean, certain people get over things differently. If you got to get over him by getting under someone else. Oh, God. You do you, girl. That is not us. (laughs) But listen, if that's going to help you and that's what it takes, like, no one should shame you for your timeline of anything at all. So whether that's spending a year by yourself and not wanting to go on dates or not putting yourself out there or whether that's putting yourself out there right away to try to distract yourself and just have fun and just go through that phase like do whatever I don't think you have to force yourself I think when the time feels right to start doing it you'll know And but I feel also like you just have to trust your don't
1: yeah when that time does come though don't be afraid to literally just put yourself out there like right. go up to somebody dm someone like and anything I think at that you need point, to
0: do you should be strong like I said you have you should have finished that cycle that I referred to earlier where you're strong enough in your head that you're like I'm doing this for fun at this point if things work out like so be it if not like go in knowing that like you won't get heartbroken so much if things go wrong because like you're just easing into it at that point point. and
1: when you're dating don't think of everybody as your next husband it'll be a yes. lot easier <laughs> don't get to that point until you're sure that that's somebody you want to be with like, cause I don't know. I feel like a lot of people when they're dating, they're like, they, they latch on so quick and they picture their life together. And then the person doesn't talk to them after like two weeks and they're like devastated. So takes your time, get to know people, but don't be afraid to just put yourself out there, I guess, if that even made any sense.
0: I was reading the last question, but I feel like it's everything we talked about in this episode.
1: Well, so I included this question because there's a certain thing I want to talk about. Mm. It says, tips on getting over a breakup. I decided recently I need to stop talking to him so I could move on, but he is continuing to message me to have normal conversations, and I feel guilty not responding to him. Yeah, I feel like you kind
0: of experienced this a little bit with one of your breakups. Yeah,
1: so the only relationship that I initiated the breakup, it was, I felt so guilty because I was the one that initiated the breakup, and... Anytime he would like text me or call me upset like I felt like because I ended the relationship that I needed to be the person that would console him every single time he was upset and it just got to the point where it was like just too much for me to handle by myself and I reached out to you know like people that were close to him and I was just like I can't handle this like this is a lot and like yes I want to be there and like I do care about this person but like it's not my responsibility to be this person's therapist like. Like, you know what I mean? Everything in between. Like, it was just way too much for me (laughs) to handle. And so I had to just come to the conclusion where I did have to block him. And it it sucked, but like, it was something that we both needed. Like, he needed to get over it. And a clean break is easier at that point than anything else. And so Mm -hmm. don't feel guilty not responding. It is your life too. And if that person is in a very dark place like get them help that they need but don't put it all on yourself. I guess that's my advice there.
0: Yeah at the end of the day you have one life to live and why not spend it putting your own happiness first and how you want to live it.
1: And right like don't be a douche but no
0: right you, but like you can... if it's already a breakup and that decision was already made like it's only going to make it harder and prolong the process if you keep talking. Like, unless you get to the point where you are done talking and you have time to think about it on your own, like, that's all you're going to keep thinking about, and it's just going to make it even harder and make that process so much longer than it needs to be. So, block his number and enjoy your summer. Because it's a hot girl summer (laughs) out here. (laughs) Woo! Oh, gosh. I don't even know what hot
1: girl summer is, but I've just been using it in my Instagram captions. (laughs) If hot girl summer is sitting on the couch eating a bowl of ice cream every night, then I am having a hot girl summer. (laughs) I wear Crocs almost every day. I eat ice cream almost every night. (laughs) Hot girl summer, baby. (laughs) All right. Well, that... I feel like we could do a whole nother episode on breakups. I feel like there was so much more that I'm going to listen back to Maybe after this, this."
0: we'll probably get a lot of DMs and questions, and we can do a whole nother one dedicated to answering your guys' questions and trying to give you breakup advice. Yeah, obviously we're not experts, experts, but...
1: But we've gone through quite a few. so (laughs) between the two of us, we've got some wisdom to share. But follow us on our podcast Instagram. Like we said earlier, that's the best place to reach us for anything podcast related or just anything content related. We check that one. It's a lot easier to manage because right now there's a lot less followers. So Mm -hmm. follow us on there. We have a lot of fun stories and fun, exciting sister plans in the works so i know that's annoying but we don't want to like say anything because who knows if it's going to happen um if you could if you listen to us on the apple podcast app leave us a review and a rating that really helps get our podcast out there another thing that helps is if you guys share you know our podcast on your stories we'd love to repost those just tag us so we can see it and we will repost them on our podcast instagram as well um, tell your friends tell your mom tell your dog whoever wants to listen we are you know we're talking in the microphones for an hour and (laughs) just I don't know where I'm going with that um okay so we are going to shout out one of our listeners we're going to read a review this one came Friday it is short and sweet but it is a very recent review so we wanted to read it the subject line is this is amazing absolutely love the fuller sisters I've always looked up to Gabby and Lexi and I love listening to the podcast thank Thank you thank you
0: We love reading the reviews, so.
1: Yeah, I actually go on and read them, and they're so nice. (laughs) So,
0: yeah, anything else to share? No, I think this was, I mean, we're at the hour mark right now, so I feel like this was a good episode. I hope this helped at least one of you, and then it'll be enough for me to know that, like, we can share our stories to try to help you guys get through it. I know it sucks, and I know all of this is a lot easier said than done, but just know that, you need to go through this and you need to feel what you're feeling and you are going to come out so much stronger and so much better. And everyone out there, you deserve to find someone that puts you first and wants to constantly be with you and doesn't make you question your worth at all.
1: All right. Well, thanks for listening to this week's episode. We will be back next week, maybe with a guest, maybe not. Who knows at this point? (laughs) But thanks for listening to this week's episode of Chicken Chicken Noodle Scoop. Bye. See you later. <laughs>